Hello, and welcome to episode two of Hyperfixations. This is your host, Ari, <laughs> and wow, I have so much to discuss. There's a lot of background noise due to me having the windows and doors open because it's raining and amazing and beautiful. It is Tuesday, September 26th, and I promised y'all monthly uploads and you know at this rate that's what you're gonna get and I'm hoping to record this today edit it tomorrow and have it go live on October 1st now in hindsight realizing I probably should have done Halloween as this episode because it's gonna go live in October I was planning to talk about video games because if we're being honest my actual current hyperfixation is the game Stardew Valley I've been up until 4 a.m. playing it. Oh, well, actually, that sounds way worse than it is without context. I got laid off, (laughs) Um, which is still really doesn't feel real. And it's crazy and sad and all of the things. Yeah, I don't know how much I can say. I signed a non-disclosure agreement for part of my severance package. But I think what it said was like, I can't disparage the company for a year or something, I think. What happened was basically I woke up (laughs) in the morning um, to start my work day and I couldn't access any of my things. I couldn't log in. Nothing was working on my work computer. And then I got a Zoom link from the higher ups and HR and we spoke and due to, you know, financial restructure, etc., cetera, uh, they laid me off. And I talked about this on my LinkedIn post, which is so stupid, but I have had a job since I was 16 years old, you know, for a decade. I've been employed in one way or another. Like, I have always been working. I've never not had a job. So to get laid off is really, I mean, I know every it's crazy for everyone. It's upsetting for everyone. Like, I'm not alone or like the first person to ever lose their job but like it was hard to swallow because I like I said I've never not had a job so what do you mean all of a sudden I don't have a job one day like in a in a matter of minutes I like lost my job you know I called my parents and my mom sweet sweet April she was like well do you want me to come up there are you coming down here like she was immediately like in in mom mode, which was very sweet. Um, I was a mess. I was a fucking wreck that morning. Shout out to my Discord friends and squad. I jumped on Discord. Basically, I have like a, a Discord server with all of my friends who used to work at the same job with me. And we've all stayed in touch and stayed friends. And I jumped on there. I'm sobbing like a, a wreck. Like I'm like, I'm inconsolable talking to JP and Kirthana. And then Miles joins <laughs> and starts just like, being so obnoxious and JP and Keith and I were both like miles miles stop this is not the time (laughs) which just made me laugh which was what I needed but um I'm so you know hashtag blessed hashtag grateful that I have those people that immediately like dropped everything and like you know did what they could to make me feel better to be there for me I you know and my mom my family my parents like every like everyone who reached out to me that first day you know like and in those first couple of days I was like not okay and so to have people that have actually worked with me and know that I'm like 
you know, a competent employee and like I've managed some of these people, you know, just like all of these things. And like we've remained friends and to have that immediate support in that moment, I could just like hop on Discord and they were there and like talking me off the edge, literally <laughs> like I it, it made all the difference. And like, oh, my gosh. And I, I share this um, on my on my close friends Instagram, which I feel like this is basically my close friends Instagram. I don't think anybody is listening to this who doesn't like, I don't know care about me in that way hopefully I don't know maybe there's haters listening but basically um Eden also used to work with me at the same place and he's still friends with people who still work there and so they're texting like oh Eden said something like oh you know I heard there's drama going down like what's happening what's what's happened like and I just responded I'm unemployed <laughs> and both Eden and Tanner were like oh, felt so bad because they were just like what's the TR like what's what's happening assuming that I wasn't impacted by the layoffs and I and I was and it was just like a complete 180 in the group chat vibe it was very funny anyway so I've been dealing with that and so that happened a couple weeks ago now a week I don't know 12 10 days ago something like that um so yeah I immediately packed up all my shit and drove to Gig Harbor to be with my mom and my dog and I was there for 10 days yeah, it was it was just really surreal, like I said. And, you know, I got my severance. Oh, I'm getting my severance um, this Friday, hopefully. <laughs> Working on unemployment. So it's going to be fine. Like, everything's going to be okay. You know, like I said, I have a lot of love and support in my life. And so I'm feeling, like, mostly fine. It's just really weird. And I've immediately, like, fallen into kid on summer break mode, <laughs> AKA what started this whole conversation, me staying up till four o'clock in the fucking morning playing video games. Like I'm a teenage boy. Like what is wrong with me? Like I'm 26 years old. I should not be up until four o'clock in the morning playing a fucking video game. This is not normal and this is not okay. Like I need help anyway. So yeah, so I got laid off and I have been like watching movies and taking time to, you know, take a breather. Like I said, I've been employed since I was 16 like I've never taken I mean I've taken time off of course but nothing like this nothing like a you know indefinite I guess amount of time off and I don't know what to do with myself and I'm really like you know first I was mad and then I was sad I've truly gone through the seven stages of grief over and over again and now I'm just in this okay like I need to do you know, maybe like one productive thing a day. So I don't feel like a complete piece of shit. Well, and now that I'm doing unemployment or trying to get it and probably going to get it, um, I have to do like three, you know, job searches a week or whatever and report it to the government. So I will have to be semi-productive in the coming days. But um, all that to say, I'm finally back home um, in my condo and there's sirens going off. I mean, it's city living. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to edit this shit out. This isn't going to be some big fancy production. You know what you're signing up. Oh, now there's horns. So I'm back in Seattle. I got back on Saturday. And, you know, then Sunday I got... I didn't get Sunday scaries in, like, the traditional sense. But I was kind of like, oh, shit, I'm alone. Like, now I have to sit here by myself with my feelings. Um, I've been with other people for 10 days since this happened. And... Now I'm by myself in my house and I have to process and do things around my house and do things on myself and figure out, you know, things on my own again. And I got really sad one day, but it's okay because I'm not alone. I'm not, I mean, I'm physically by myself, but I'm not alone. You know, I have, like I said, a lot of love and support. So thank you to everyone who sent me a message after I posted um, about losing my job. It, again, means a lot. And who knows? I mean, onward and upward, it's going to be fine. Um, my head is just like not in the job game right now. I'm like pretty sad because 
I stuck by that company for a while and through a lot of changes and through quite literally every single one of my friends leaving it. Like, more fucking sirens. I don't even, I don't know what's happening. I, li- I think I said this already. I live next to like a assisted living center. So it's constantly old people dying. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway, like, no, Eden got, did Eden got me the job and then I got Tanner the job, something like that. And then like, I made all these other friends, like my discord squad, like I, a lot of people in my life have stemmed from this job and they've all left one by one by one by one by one. They all have left and I was the last one that stayed. And so for me to stay despite all of that and then for them to still lay me off, I'm not disparaging. I am just simply saying something. I'm just conjecturing. I'm just alleging. I'm not disparaging. Anyway, moving on. So I got laid off and I have spent the time like I said, like watching movies off my watch list that I haven't seen yet. And um, then I was like, well, you know, better time than never, you know, is that even this, the phrase better time than never? I don't think that's a colloquialism. Um, but I was like, N- you know, no time like the present. There we go. I picked up my switch, my Nintendo switch that was gifted to me by work, <laughs> ironically enough. And I had four games for the Switch that I've never opened. (laughs) And finally, I was like, you know what? Let's try it. Let's just try a game. So I played Overcooked, which was so fun. Obsessed. It's like Cooking Mama vibes. Also, those like games. What were those called? They were for your iPod. Cooking Rush, Cooking Dash. It was, And then there was like Hotel Dash, Cooking Dash, Baking Dash. I don't know. Maybe I was the only one that played those back in the day. But very much that vibe. So fun. Um, Kendra and I got you know, three levels deep and shout out to Kendra for playing Overcooked with me. It was so fun. And then I have, I bought Stardew Valley because everyone said, oh, Ari, if you like Sims, you'll like Stardew Valley because they don't make Sims for the fucking Switch. The day that they make Sims for Nintendo Switch, you will not see me. Like I will never leave my fucking house. I will be attached to that thing. Anyway, so I start Stardew Valley immediately obsessed immediately like this is the best thing I've ever done for my life like my life is infinitely better now I was up till like you know two in the morning playing the first day like I was obsessed with it and it's just a silly little game where you know you have a farm and you're just you know building up your farm talking to the townspeople it really is like sims but you have a farm and it's so fun and so I've logged I don't even want to say how many hours, but let's just say I've been playing it for mm, eight days and I'm already like in year two. So if if you play Stardew, you know what that means. Um, I've been playing a lot. And like I said, till four in the morning the other night. And that's when I realized, Ari, you need to do something else with your time. Like I said, I'm allowing myself one productive thing a day and then I'm allowed to play Stardew. <laughs> Cause I need some sort of boundaries or else I will never do anything else. Like, and I went to a baseball game the other day and I would legitimately was like, can I bring my Nintendo Switch? <laughs> like I'm an iPad kid. It's so bad. It's just so fun. And I just love getting lost in that little world. And then, you know, you look up and it's been three hours. It's crazy. It's like not okay. Maybe I should switch to Lego Star Wars for a little bit. Cause I also bought that game and maybe I won't feel as strongly about it and I will be able to pace myself a little more. 
Um, any hoozles. So that's my honest current hyperfixation is Stardew Valley. Like obsessed, obsessed. Like in the true meaning of the word, hyperfixated. It's all I think about. It's all I talk about. I hop on Discord with my friends and Kirthana, you know, Sydney, Megan, like they're all playing it. And all I talk about is my farm. You know, Kirthana checks in every day. Hey, how's the farm? Oh, you know, I built a mayonnaise machine and I like, I bought two more cows. <laughs> you know, we just like, we just shoot the shit about our farms and it's so fun. But I also know that I'm a whole ass adult and I cannot be staying up till the wee hours of the morning playing video games. But then I'm like, well, I don't have a job. So what else am I supposed to do? But no, like staying up until two in the morning and waking up at noon, I can't be doing this. Like I need some sort of, something back in my life and I think starting in October we're starting fresh we are getting unemployment benefits we are waking up maybe at 10 instead of noon <laughs> you know we're gonna try to be better um you know we ha- could have a pity party for a little while and now now we have to you know get get it together a little bit it also doesn't help that it's what I'm now calling happy light season Um, because it's been so cloudy and rainy for like the past few days. It makes me want to sleep. It makes me want to not do anything and play my little game in my bed. And the other day I had to pull, I got the other day, two days ago when I was depressed because I was by myself and with my thoughts for too long. Um, I was like, oh yeah, I have a happy light. That bitch is plugged in. She is plugged in. She is currently shining in my face because I get seasonal depression really bad. You guys, obviously I have the already existing clinical depression that I've had since I was you know a teenager and then it gets you know combined with with sad which the fact that seasonal affective disorders name is sad is quite funny it's just it's miserable being in my brain anyway um yeah so that's my current hyperfixation is Stardew Valley and my switch and that's that I'm not gonna spend an entire episode talking Tarking. I'm not going to spend an entire episode talking about Stardew Valley because one, boring, and two, I, I mean, the episode wouldn't be that long because there's only so much I can say without being repetitive and also stupid. So, you know, at, at the beginning of this episode, I did realize, oh, it's October. I should probably make this Halloween themed. So, you know, we're going to pivot. We're going to do maybe like a dual, a dual episode, video games X Halloween. <laughs> and talk about what really is something like so 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 near and dear to my heart which is I mean how should we brand this people should I say the month of October should I say fall should I say Halloween like all of these things I feel like are different episodes but they're not they all do kind of relate so when I think about you know the the thesis of this episode it's going to be video games x I guess the month of October would be the best way to sum it up Because that's really what I'm fixated on is October and October coming and being here. And I love October so much. So thank you all for listening to my little spiel about my actual in real life in this moment hyperfixation, which is Stardew Valley. If you want to add me on Switch, please do. I will give you my friend code Um, because it's my life now. And whether that's, you know, a net positive, that's not for me to decide. You know, we're just doing what we can to get by, aren't we? So, oh, and another thing. I also thought about making this episode like just video games in general. And then I realized I don't care that much about video games. Like I never was like a gamer girl per se. I love the Sims obviously since, you know, God, we had Sims for the Game Boy SP like way back when I was a small kid. So we had the Sims, what's it called? The Sims Wildin' Out. I swear to God, the Sims Wildin'. No, that's not what it's called. Fuck, what was it? The Sims Game Boy. Was it just called the Sims 2? Really? 
Oh, busting out. The Sims busting out. That's what it was called. Oh my God. Not wilding out. The Sims busting out. That was my fucking shit. When did that come out? 2003, 2004. Oh my God. So I was six and seven. That's crazy. Yeah. So I was a small, small little child playing The Sims busting out on my Game Boy. And, um, oh no, it wasn't Game Boy SP, it was Game Boy Advance. Is Game Boy SP even a thing? This is why, like, I can't fucking talk about this shit because then there's, you know, incels on the other end being like, she doesn't even know what, she doesn't know what the system is called. She's such a fake gamer. Okay, I'm here to tell you I'm not a real gamer. I'm stupid and dumb and I don't give a fuck about your little games, okay? All I'm saying is, back in the day, we had a Game Boy Advance, apparently it's called, and uh, my brother and I each had one. And we had the red Pokemon, the green Pokemon, and the Sims. And then maybe a couple other things I didn't play. But I love the Sims. Sims busting out. That was my game. And that was really, like, the video game that I remember the most as a child. I remember I had experiences with, like, you know, the game Cube. That was an iconic piece of piece of machinery. We had the Wii. It called me obese when I was, you know, 10 years old. So that was awesome. Um, core memory is there. And then... My brother had every, you know, gaming system, every, like, that was his thing. He loved video games. So we had, you know, Xbox and all of the iterations of an Xbox. Oh my God, I'll never forget in high school when Dance Central came out. And there was two camps of people. There was the Dance Central and then Just Dance was the other game. We were a Dance Central family because you used it with the, oh God, what was it called? The Xbox. And it had like this attachment where you could, where it would like look at your body. Oh my God, what was that called? dance central xbox 360 xbox one but didn't it have like a dance central xbox connect oh my god the connect that's what it was called oh my god um so yeah the xbox with the connect that's what it was and we played dance central on it and that was like oh my god so fun and my best friend at the time she also had one at her house and we would just play dance central forever and like anytime people came over we were playing dance central and we would have dance central parties that was the shit um so my video game evolution goes sims to sims for xbox to dance central <laughs> and the wii in there a little bit um but yeah i was never like a hardcore gamer and then like i remember in eighth grade to impress boys of course i like kind of played call of duty with my brother so that i could also like flex and play call of duty with the boys in my class and what a stupid waste of time <sighs> i wasn't even that bad of a pick me i feel like that was my biggest pick me trait back in the day was like trying to be like oh yeah i can play call of duty otherwise i really i've never been a, a, i mean unless someone has proof to the you know contrary if that's the phrase i have never really been a pick me i've always been a girl's girl except for when i pretended to like video games for boys attention in the eighth grade um, okay, so that's my video game journey. Like I said, not a hardcore gamer. I like, you know, silly games with no stakes. And so to now be like fast forward to being 26 and playing video games is crazy. I'm like totally age regressing, which is just awesome. But I'm seeing, I have to include this for uh, my Discord friends. I am learning so many new games. My brother's like a big PC gamer now. And I don't know what he plays. He doesn't tell me. He plays all these like weird indie games I've, that nobody's probably ever heard of or something. And not like in a douchey way, like, oh my God, you probably haven't heard of it. But just like truly, I don't know where he gets these games and he plays them on his PC and he doesn't include me and that's fine. Um, but I have to give a shout out because of discord to Baldur's gate which and i think is like dungeons and dragons but a video game and i'm here to say that the boys in discord stream them playing Baldur's gate and it is the most how do i say this stupid 
dumb, idiotic, freaky little game. And this is why Stardew is superior. It's because it's pure, okay? There's no tomfoolery. There's no icky. It's just pure, innocent, good vibes. You're just farming, trying to find love in the town, trying to make a living on your grandpa's farm, okay? I think it's your grandpa's farm. Anyway, and then you get to something like Baldur's Gate, and you're like having you know, relations with things that have tentacles, and that's just not right, okay? So all you little freaks playing Baldur's Gate, I know what you're doing, okay? And you need to seek the church, you're not okay. And that's all I have to say about that. I won't slander Baldur's Gate too much, but just watching them play it is like, y'all are crazy. Um, okay. I have spoken about video games for about 20 minutes. That is enough for me. I'm good on the video games front. Um, but again, if you want to be my friend on Switch, let me know. I'll add you. And I'd like to shout out the creators of Stardew Valley for giving me serotonin for the past eight days, nine days. Um, you're the real ones. And I can't wait to see where my farm is in the next month. By the next time the next episode comes out, I can't wait to update you guys on my farm. <laughs> and thanks for listening to me talk about my current hyperfixation for 20 minutes. I appreciate it. And now we can get into something that's been a hyperfixation for my whole life, really, since for as long as I can remember, which is the month of October. So in the time that I have hit pause on recording the video games segment and now I don't know how long it was maybe 20 minutes maybe 30 I was on TikTok I put up a poll on Instagram asking if people wanted a 20 minute podcast on video games or an hour long on video games and October and three people voted for the latter so we are keeping this going I'm going to talk about my hyperfixation on October and like I mentioned earlier it really is like fall but October's always been my favorite month and so we're gonna, there's a lot of things I mean to talk about where, I mean, there's so many different facets of this. So I guess we'll start with fall as a whole. I, I'm gonna burp and I need water, hold on. I've always loved fall um, and I've always loved spooky times <laughs> as long as I can remember. Like even just watching Halloween Town as a child and just, you know, the leaves changing. It's all very romantic. The pumpkins, the, the foliage. Um, I love apple cider. <laughs> um, I'm apple cider over pumpkin spice, which is a hot take. I have just always loved fall. And so in fall, of course, like we get September, which is a fine month, but it's still sometimes a little hot, especially now because of global boiling. And October is really where you just get that like crisp, you know, fall air and those fall vibes they really cement in during October and of course in October is Halloween and Halloween is my number one favorite time of year holiday all of it I have loved again Halloween forever I was a total theater kid growing up a total ham I loved costumes I love dressing up I love play pretend I have been to Lulu since I've gained consciousness and so I have had a lot of iconic Halloween costumes throughout the years I think I posted a collage of them one time on Instagram but I can reshare it uh, around Halloween this year. I take Halloween very seriously. I always have. I'm always, you know, serving looks, staying with the trends. I love, I love Halloween. It's so fun to dress up and, you know, put effort into something. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's fun. Whether you're slutty or on theme with like current pop culture, I'm not huge on pun costumes, but that's just because I'm not huge on puns as a 
as a whole. Um, but whatever, as long as you're dressing up, I'm here for it because I love dressing up. And so, yeah, I love Halloween and it was, I don't know when, when did I start loving horror movies? I think I'm known as like the horror friend in my friend group. I feel like that's fair to say. I have like a couple spooky tattoos. Um, and so I feel like that also obviously cements me as the horror girl, the final girl, if you will. I remember my dad, we, I don't remember, he probably wasn't home, but he, when we were kids, I mean, we were small kids, like under 10 for sure. We watched Poltergeist at his house and that was like one of, that was probably my first traumatic horror movie memory was watching Poltergeist too young. And now you watch it today and it's like not scary at all, but it fucked my shit up when I was a kid. That was, it was so scary. And I remember we watched this, I think it was called The Scorpion King. And again, I was at my cousin's um, on my dad's side, again, way too young. And I don't even think that's a scary movie. If that's even the movie I'm thinking of, I just remember being terrified. <laughs> so I do have, you know, the quintessential horror movie trauma moments I have stuck in my brain, of course, from forever ago. And it wasn't until like high school, I think, that I really got into horror movies. My best friend at the time, she really liked horror movies. I think she had an older cousin who kind of got her into them, if I remember correctly. So because she watched scary movies, I watched scary movies. And... Yeah, so it wasn't until high school that I really found an appreciation for them. And there are still some I won't watch. Like, I have boundaries, you know? I don't fuck with clowns. I don't fuck with dolls. Like, I've seen Annabelle. No, did I watch The Conjuring? I can't remember if I watched The Conjuring or Annabelle. I'm pretty sure I watched Annabelle. And I was like, that's enough. Like, I'm good. Um, I just, oh, I watched Dead Silence in high school, which is a puppet movie. Fuck that. I'll never watch it. Like, I just, I, ha I can't do the clowns and I can't do the dolls. Okay, it's just not for me. Um, everything else is pretty much fair game. Um, what else? Oh, we were talking about October. Well, I mean, like I said, it kind of, you know, goes into so many different directions. Um, fall fashion, always cute. It's And you can, like, dress up more in the fall and winter because you can layer and, like, wear, I don't know, more fun things. Whereas summer, there's only so much you can do because it's hot and you have to pretty much, just, like, wear shorts and dresses, which are fine. But I feel like fall is when you can really, like, step up your fashion game. I guess I go talk about, like, my favorite horror movies. I think if you know me, you know um, Scream is, like, my number one movie well horror movie of all time for sure and in my top four movies of all time scream is so good it's the definition of rewatchable it's not that scary if you're like trying to dip your toe into something scary there's like two jump scares and it's not very gory like it's just it's funny and it's witty and it's smart and the acting is fun like it's just it's a perfect movie and it's in my top four on letterboxd for a reason I got the Scream knife tattooed. Well, sorry, the ghost face knife tattooed on my arm. I'm obsessed with Scream. I love Scream forever. And every October, actually, I do, well, by every, I mean the past like three or four, I do like a 30-day horror movie watch list. And so it's a movie a day or a TV show over a few days. And I've done it over the last few years and it's been really fun. It's a good way to get like new movies into my watch list of things I haven't seen before. I try to keep it things I've either never seen before ever or haven't watched in like over a decade plus. So for example, if I wanted to watch Poltergeist, like I would put it on there because I haven't seen it in a really long time. Um, and it would be like a fun rewatch, for example. But um, it's mostly new movies I haven't seen because there's so much horror that I just never watched. A lot of like the classics, like Rosemary's Baby, I watched for the first time and that movie is so good. Um, Suspiria, either version, both good. Um, yeah. So if you ever need horror movie recommendations, I have so many, you know, on various degrees of horror and spooky and scary i think this year's i included some halloween towns to rewatch because i haven't seen those in a long 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 time so yeah i just love october i love fall i love all of it and i've had really fun fond memories in october i have fond memories of halloween's of course and then 
Um, I went to Vegas a couple Octobers ago, and that was just like the best time of my whole life. <laughs> it was so, 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 so fun. I went for an emo music festival, of course. And yeah, I just love October. And I think it's better than September and November. And yes, November has Thanksgiving, but I don't know. Halloween is just so fun. And this whole time, everyone's just, it's just like camp kind of, you know, the whole month of October, really. And I have a couple playlists that I can link to a fall playlist if you're interested. I have my normal fall playlist and then I have feral fall, which last year, last year, last fall, I went a little feral. I actually, I was too feral. I feraled too close to the sun and it inspired me to make a playlist called feral fall. And now I listen to it. I listened to it this year a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, I was going through it last year. Um, so we're not as feral this year, especially because I don't have a fucking job anymore. But um, yeah, so I can link those two fall playlists if you want to get in the mood. I can link a bunch of like Halloween stuff. I'll link my letterbox if you want to check out like some movies I've put on there. This has kind of been all over the place. And I'm so sorry. I'm so scattered. Like even if I wrote an outline, it would be just a mess because <laughs> I'm all over the place and it's okay. Like, you know. October is going to be a month of healing. That's the other thing too. Like I just always feel like myself during October. It's healing. It's rejuvenating. It's fresh. It's spooky and scary and full of possibilities. <laughs> That's how I view October. <laughs> yeah, I just think overall the vibes of October are spectacular. And I look forward to this month every year. It's just so fun. And I love that everyone just gets a little freaky and spooky and silly. And then, of course, there's like decorating, you know, for fall. And for summer, there's not a lot of like decorations to be had unless you put up like American flags at Fourth of July, which like you. Um, but after Labor Day ended, that literally the next day, I got out my fall decorations and I put my pumpkins everywhere. And I have like skulls and bats and signage. I put like this dead wreath. It's fake on my front door to like, you know, give off spooky vibes and I love decorating for fall. I have all this. I mean, my house looks like a haunted house, basically. Um, except one thing, and maybe this is a hot take, or maybe it's not. I see, like, spider webs advertised as decor during the fall time. And honestly, I'm anti-putting up spider webs inside as decor because, one, I feel like you're inviting that into your home. And I, like, don't fuck with spiders at all. And, two, it's just kind of, like, gross. Like, why? I don't know. Like, I'm really, really anti spider webs as decorations and honestly spiders because again like I feel like you're opening that portal and inviting spiders into your home by using them as decoration if that makes sense so I'm not totally stoked on that and I, I want to use this platform to say that <laughs> I feel like I could talk about horror movies forever and like not necessarily even like horror like deeply scary like you could just get a little spooky like I recommend and I do this pretty much every fall is a Twin Peaks rewatch Twin Peaks is one of my favorite tv shows of all time it is so weird and good and I just remember watching it for the first time years ago and I didn't watch it when it was on obviously because I don't think I was alive but um like I remember watching it for the first time as an adult and just being like what the fuck am I watching and that's you know David Lynch um but I, I was just truly like the definition of captivated like I could not look away but it was so weird and just nothing like it was like nothing I'd ever seen before and I thought that was really cool because obviously everything I was watching before was you know Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, <laughs> Vampire Diaries, Pretty Little Liars like I've definitely I was down bad in the teen genre which isn't bad I still love all those shows and I still watch them from time to time but then I saw this and I was like this I've never seen anything like this and this is like incredible incredible feat in writing and directing and acting and 
all of it. It, it. I love Twin Peaks. So if you're looking for something that's like mildly spooky, I recommend watching Twin Peaks. I'm, last time I checked it was on Netflix, but I don't have Netflix anymore. Um, I have the VHS box set. If anyone wants to come over and watch it on VHS, I'm more than happy. Yes, the pilot is over an hour, if not two hours long. And you know, that's that's just what we were rocking with back in the day. That's just David Lynch said, hey, Fox, let me give you a two hour TV pilot. Like, here you go. Enjoy. But it is one of the best pilots of all time. It is so good. And I know, I, again, I hyperbolize everything. But Twin Peaks, I can't say enough about it. It is so good. So worth the watch. Because at first, it's a murder mystery. I guess I'm sure you all know the plot of Twin Peaks. If you don't, um, young girl turns up on the beach murdered. And it's like a murder mystery. They bring in the FBI, Agent Dale Cooper. And it's about this weird little town in Washington. And it was actually filmed in North Bend. Anyways, I, this isn't the Twin Peaks episode. I could do one on Twin Peaks for sure. But I also have a Twin Peaks tattoo on my body. I love Twin Peaks. And then, of course, I mean, my favorite show of all time is Stranger Things. And that is another really good one if you need, like, a little rewatch of something that's, like, spooky but not scary. I'm trying to think if Stranger Things... Stranger Things made me... Scared me, like, probably three times. Like, a couple jump scares, but nothing crazy. I also have a Stranger Things tattoo, which is why I'm, like, reminded of all these things that I'm recommending to everybody. Again, as if this is, like, a breaking news. Everyone knows Twin Peaks and Stranger Things. Like, I'm not saying anything new and groundbreaking by any means, but I feel like October is the best time to rewatch Twin Peaks, to rewatch Stranger Things. I'm personally not a huge X-Files girly. I get it. Like, I respect it. Um, I've tried watching it as an adult, and I think it's definitely one of those shows where you had to be there. Because to binge watch X-Files, I don't know. It just doesn't, it didn't hit for me. Maybe I'm missing something. And if there's any X-File heads out there that can, like, help me maybe be, like, be my shaman through that journey, I'm more than open to. Which brings me to another show in the same vein, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If you want a good, spooky, silly rewatch, rewatch Buffy. Um, it's fun and campy, and it's not scary, obviously. It's like a little it's like a little Vampire Slayer TV show. Like, it's not that bad. Um, but that has, like, a million episodes. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, October to me is apple cider, you know, getting cozy, rewatching the classics and finding new movies and, you know, TV shows to watch that are a little spooky. And then for me, of course, it's ramming it to a hundred and watching like the scariest things you've ever seen in your fucking life. Cause I have no chill. Um, I've seen a lot. <laughs> I've seen so many horror movies now that like, it takes a lot to phase me and few movies have done that. I guess now would be a good time. God, but I feel like this is getting into like hyperfixation on horror movies. I don't know. It's all it's all related, you know. Okay, so if I repeat myself on this podcast, I don't want to fucking hear it, okay? And clearly that means I'm really fixated on it because I keep sharing the same shit over and over again, okay? I don't want to hear it. But what I was going to say is I've seen a lot of shit in my time watching horror movies. And the scariest movie, in my opinion, is Sinister, the first one. I saw it in the theater and urine left my body. That's all I'm going to say. I peed my pants in the theater. That's how fucking scary it was. And so that's all. That's, that's all I need to say, actually, on that. I'm not going to elaborate further. Watch at your own risk. It's really fucking horrifying. And I'll never watch it again. The second scariest movie I would say that I'll never watch again is The Hills Have Eyes. Fuck that fucking movie. Do not watch it. <laughs> Do not watch it. It is so traumatizing. Otherwise, I don't think there's any other movies besides those two that I wouldn't watch again. Because they're so scary, not because they were bad. Uh, I've seen a lot of bad horror movies, but sometimes horror movies are bad that they're good, you know? So it's just really, it's tough. And I could go again on this huge diatribe about horror and like different levels of horror. Like is if bad horror is campy, then it's good. You know, horror is so nuanced that, you know, I hate that people just want to write it off completely as a genre. Yes, there are scary ass movies that are made to scare you, but sometimes 
if you look past it and you can appreciate the writing and the directing and the effects and the acting, like they're so, sometimes they're so good. And then sometimes it's the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I'm trying to think of an ex Oh, like Cabin in the Woods, campy, funny, outrageous, and also like, you know, scary. That is such a good movie. People like to hit on it. I'm pretty sure like, I remember seeing it then and loving it. And it, I hold such a, a fond memory of it in my heart. I've rewatched it since seeing it for the first time, for sure. And I, my opinion hasn't changed, but I feel like there's weird online discourse about it. I love Cabin in the Woods. And honestly, and I've always said this, if a horror movie is like fresh and new and brings something different to the genre, even if it's not like Halloween level good, I'll still give it like an extra point in my rating because at least it was something different because obviously horror has become so derivative and there's been so many sequels and prequels and like nonsense that when a horror movie can be new and fresh, I'll give it some points like fucking malignant. That movie is cuckoo bananas bonkers. Okay. But at least it was something different or, um, fuck, there was another one recently that came out that I was like, this movie is cuckoo bananas bonkers, but at least it was something different. You know, I can't, how many times am I supposed to watch, you know, a Friday the 13th prequel, sequel, whatever. Or fucking Halloween even. Like the Halloween ends, Halloween kills, whatever that came out like last year. Like just let it die. Like I don't even watch it. <laughs> I don't even care. Like it's just, it. I don't know. It gets to a point where it's not fun anymore. And it's a fine line for sure. And I know people can say the same thing with Scream because obviously Scream has six sequels now or well, five including and then the original. I stand by all of the Scream sequels, all of them, because it's such a good formula. And I mean, it really, slashers weren't, slashers were made already like by the time Scream came out. But Scream really reinvented like the teen slasher in my opinion. And I don't think that's even just my opinion. It's a lot of people's opinion. And so for me, the exemption with Scream is that it is a formula, but they still kind of find a way to turn it on its head and it just works. Sometimes it works better than others. For sure, there are worse sequels than others in the Scream franchise, but they're always enjoyable, always funny. They always deliver. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like, even if they, some are better than others, they always deliver and they're fairly consistent in my opinion. What else can I say about horror movies? I'm like, God, now that I have this whole rest of my time to talk about October, like, and horror and spooky season, if you will, like, there's just so much to say. Um, oh my God, pumpkin patches. So fun. I go to pumpkin patch like every year. I get a little pumpkin. I don't like carving. <laughs> so sometimes I'll draw on them. Sometimes I'll just leave them as is. Um, I love cider. I love pumpkin donuts. Um, I love apple cider donuts. I just love the fall and I love October so, so, so much. It's just, it's so fun. Oh, I guess we could talk about this. People often ask me like if I love haunted houses and if I go to like haunted houses and stuff and no, absolutely not. Not for me. I think the reason I love horror movies so much is because I'm physically removed from it. This isn't going to happen to me. Well, I mean, obviously some of them could, but like nothing's touching me. Nothing's in my face. Like I'm in the privacy and the safety of my own home. I don't fuck with haunted houses. I don't fuck with roller coasters. I'm not like an adrenaline junkie. Like I'm good. And so I think that's like a major difference between me and maybe other horror lovers is that I do not fuck with haunted houses and I don't fuck with like anything of that sort. Um, I like being in my home watching things with the lights on, <laughs> which I guess brings me to my favorite horror movie. Well, I know I said scream and scream is, but equally tied, if not a little bit above. No, I love Scream more than this movie, but okay, regardless. This is, if people ask me for horror movie recommendations and they haven't seen this movie, this is always my number one after Scream. It doesn't make any sense. I, I hold them both in like 
the same regard in my heart. I love both these movies equally. <laughs> I love Scream. Please watch Scream. It is the greatest movie ever. Even as like not a quote unquote scary movie. Scream is an excellent piece of media. Okay. If you're really looking like for a horror movie and you haven't seen it, I always tell people to watch The Strangers. And I got reminded of this because I just said nothing will happen to me in the safety of my own house. <laughs> and that's where The Strangers gets you. The Strangers came out in the 2000, early 2000s and it is... I mean, it's like the greatest horror movie of all time. I'm sorry. Like, it's so fucking good. And I saw it in high school and my life was never the same. It's a home invasion movie, but it's like, I don't want to give it away is the problem. It's a home invasion movie and it is so truly to your core terrifying, but also somehow rewatchable. (laughs) Like, it's not like sinister or Hills Have Eyes level scary. Because I'll rewatch The Strangers a million times. But maybe that's because I know what's going to happen. But it's so scary and so good and so well-written, well-paced. The villains are scary. It's just all of it. It is so fucking good. It is a perfect horror movie. I love The Strangers. I cannot recommend it enough. If you need a scary movie to watch to start off your month, watch The Strangers. There's like a sequel, I think, maybe even two. Obviously, they're not nearly as good. The original is a masterpiece. It is perfect. I love The Strangers and I highly recommend it. Um, that being said, it is a home invasion movie. So like in theory, it could happen to me, but like, I don't like to think like that. Like I said, I'll link my letterbox below in the show notes. If anyone cares, <laughs> I will share my October movie list um, on my Instagram story. And then I'll post my reviews like each day as I watch each movie. I always start with 31, you know, hoping for the best. <laughs> and then days get skipped. I get busy. But now that I don't have a job, I really don't have a fucking excuse. So maybe I'll actually get to do all 31 this year. I'll be sharing that on my Instagram on October 1st, which is in a few days. And when this podcast is going live. So I'll put that out. Keep an eye out for that. Um, I also have Letterboxd and that's linked in the description of this podcast. And you can go through and look at like movies I've watched and stuff on there but real quick i will filter by horror and just give you some good old recommendations i'm going starting with the oldest movie i have on here i recommend psycho i recommend rosemary's baby and i recommend the wicker man the og wicker man incredible the exorcist is classic the first texas chainsaw massacre is a classic there's also like a one that came out around 2014 that stars Trey fucking songs garbage but like bad garbage so if you want something that's not as scary uh and more like you laugh out loud because it's so stupid you could watch that version jaws obviously everyone needs to see jaws incredible movie both versions of carrie now of course the original carrie is better but chloe grace moretz stars in the sequel to or the reboot i don't know the remake of carrie they're both good the og is better like i said both suspirias from the one from the 1970s and the one from recently starring dakota johnson both good movies the original halloween everyone needs to watch this movie every single person in the world needs to see the original halloween it's so good alien the first alien movie gotta watch it incredible movie and it's not like that scary it's a little scary but not that bad of course everyone in the world needs to watch the shining it's a slow burn I will be the first to tell you. Be prepared. It is a slow burn, but it is obviously regarded as one of the greatest horror movies of all time and everyone should watch it. I also went, fun fact, to the hotel, like that The Shining's based on where Stephen King had the nightmare in the hotel room that inspired him to write The Shining. I went there and I did experience a paranormal entity. That's for another podcast. (laughs) Evil Dead. I would say the OG Evil Dead is good. The remake, in again, it came out when I was in high school. So around 2014, 2013, somewhere in there, they remade Evil Dead. Incredible movie. So good. 
so scary and pretty gory. The original Nightmare on Elm Street, not scary, but like a classic. And there's a lot of iconic like scenes from that movie that people reference today. The remake of Nightmare on Elm Street that came out in 2010, terrifying, terrifying, but good. So if you want like a revamped version, that's you can take a little more seriously because again the original nightmare on elm street came out in the late 70s if not like the 80s early 80s so it's a little dated um if you want like a better newer version you can watch the 2010 one it's the same shit Candyman, the og Candyman, and also the Candyman remake both good both scary um i recommend the craft the craft is a fun well it's not fun it's actually kind of dark we rewatched it the other day i mean it's fun it's like heathers but scarier so do it that way you will Obviously, I can't say enough about Scream. If you want a movie that's not scary, that's like kind of like silly, goofy, funny, uh, you could watch I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's very camp. It's very silly. And it's a little teeny tiny bit scary. And I think another thing, too, with horror movies (laughs) that maybe makes them more palatable to me, at least, and hopefully to you. Maybe this is something you could do to, like, make them a little more watchable if you're scared of things. The movie series scary movie that parodies scary movies has helped me watch these movies i'm not kidding like they parody scream in the first scary movie and it's like so funny and uh, those movies have varying degrees of how well they've aged in terms of like racism and homophobia and you know all of that good stuff but there are some funny bits and they parody i know what you did last summer like so 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 well it is so funny so that has helped me like watch a lot of these movies is remembering like oh my god i remember this part in scary movie where they make fun of it and so it makes it a little lighter so i guess i recommend that but also can have the adverse effect where you're watching a horror movie and then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to run the distance scary movie. And now you're not, it kind of takes you out of it at times. But yeah, if you're like terrified and you hate scary movies, I recommend watching scary movie. And I think there's like four five, six of those too. And they're pretty funny. So I recommend those. Um, this is a hot take. I don't think you need to watch the Blair Witch Project. It's not good and it's not scary and it's a little pretty stupid. And once you find out that it was actually like not real, it, I don't know. It kind of ruined the whole thing for me. I'm anti Blair Witch, which is a hot take, I think. Oh, I recommend any of the Final Destination movies. They're not scary. They're kind of gory, if anything. And they're funny. And again, they get parodied in the scary movie franchise. So like they're easy to watch and they're fun and they're silly, in my opinion. Uh, but again, I'm pretty like numb to most things at this point. Oh, Amityville Horror, either the, again, the OG or the one with Ryan Reynolds, the remake, both good, both scary. Oh, this is, oh, I found it. The third movie that I would never rewatch, my never watch again list, Sinister, The Hills Have Eyes, and number three is House of Wax. Oh my fucking God. Trauma, traumatizing in that movie. Like that movie traumatized me, probably due to the age at which I watched it, but also, oh my God, oh my God, no. There are scenes that are burned in my brain. From House of Wax that I can't unsee that still make me want to vomit to this day. Oh, this is an underrated classic in my humble opinion. And I don't hear anyone talk about this movie ever. And maybe I should rewatch it before giving it such a glowing recommendation. But when I was younger, this movie was always on TV. It's called The Skeleton Key with Kate Hudson. And it takes place in uh, Louisiana. I'm assuming New Orleans. But why did I say it like that? I'm assuming New Orleans. Nolens. <laughs> I'm assuming in New Orleans. But it is so scary. And it was so good. And maybe it's actually bad, but I remember being quite good and I watched it frequently when it came on TV. The Skeleton Key with Kate Hudson. Obviously any of the paranormal activities I think are worth a watch for like a newbie. The first one and the fourth one are the scariest or the first and the third. Fuck, it's been a long time since I watched those, but those are good for like dipping your toe into watching scary movies for sure. Oh my God, how could I forget? One of the greatest horror movies ever. Okay, it goes Scream, The Strangers, and then 
trick or treat <laughs> trick or treat i can't fucking find it anywhere so if you can find it on streaming let me know it was used to be on netflix back in the day i watched it in high school it's like one of those movies where all of this there's a bunch of different stories but then they all tie together at the end oh, so good it's called trick or treat trick or treat super super good if you want like a camp funny not too scary movie i recommend prom night the remake with britney snow so good oh my god another movie that nobody ever talks about that scared the shit out of me and was so good back in the day the uninvited starring ariel krebel and the girl whose name i don't know that was a good movie this movie's not scary and obviously i recommend it jennifer's body incredible film everyone should watch it there's not much more i can say that hasn't already been said jennifer's body is a perfect movie and it's not scary so go watch that oh yeah i would say like the insidious series i feel like they kind of you know jumped the shark a little bit that first insidious movie is quite good and quite scary and i know i watched the sequel but i don't know if i've seen the third one or whatever and like now knowing that insidious has created like an entire cinematic universe there's insidious which has at least three if not four movies in its own okay then that spun off the conjuring which has multiple movies the conjuring did a spin-off called the nun which has multiple movies now like the, the, the insidious cinematic universe is humongous the icu if you will <laughs> crazy i don't know good for them again there are a lot more horror movies on here i wish i could highlight all of them the cabin in the woods um devil the movie in the elevator that movie was pretty good but I could be here all day if I do that. Oculus. Oculus was a fun, different movie that I recommend. Um, people love the Babadook. I think it's a skip in my humble opinion. Um, I also don't like It Follows. And that's another hot take. I think that movie's bad. The movie Creep on Netflix is super scary and good. Um, I'm also not team The Witch. Or sorry, The Vavitch by um, What's His Face? Robert Eggers. I don't love that movie. Everyone loves that movie. I think it's boring and stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's like a lot of recommendations to get you started. If you want more, go to my Letterboxd or go to um, on my Instagram. I have highlights of my previous October Watch Fest movies that I've watched over the years. Um, those are in my highlights on my Instagram. So if you need horror movie recommendations, start there. I could talk about them all day, but I will not <laughs> and i will spare you all okay so we are getting close to an hour i'm gonna try to wrap it up let's do some final thoughts all right wrapping it up let's you know recap a little bit in september lost my job and have since picked up watching more movies which is a net positive you know exploring the media making my media literacy more rich um checking things off my watch list okay net negative i have been obsessed with the game stardew valley I've been playing it for hours until the wee hours of the morning. That ends, okay, today, October 1st. I'm turning over a new leaf. Today is, you know, like I said, Tuesday, September 26th when I'm recording this. So from then until October 1st, I will be playing Stardew Valley till the wee hours of the morning. But October 1st, we're starting anew, okay? No more fucking around, okay? Stardew, I'm sorry, my farm. I don't want to abandon you, but I have to start being a productive member of society again. Um, so that means getting unemployment, applying for jobs, watching movies, touching grass, hanging out with my friends, etc. Maybe planning a trip because of course my mom and my grandma were like, you got laid off, you should go on vacation. I'm like, with who? Everyone has to work. <laughs> anyway, so thank you to everyone for listening to me talk about Stardew Valley, my new obsession. Again, please add me on Switch if you feel so inclined. And I'll keep you guys updated on the progress of my farm. Um, and then, you know, we kind of took a, a hard, sharp turn into a more topical uh, I guess both are topical, but um, this episode coming out on October 1st, obviously need to highlight my hyper fixation on October, the greater fall time. Um, 
I love fall. It's very clear. It's always been my favorite time of year. I love Halloween. I love dressing up. I love leaves. I love pumpkins. I love apple cider, apple spice, whatever. I love flavored donuts. I love dressing up. I think I already said that. I just love fall. And I love October. I think October is a perfect month. It has a lot of days, good weather. I just love it. I love, 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 love October. I'm so glad I live in a world where there are Octobers, as Anne of Green Gables once said, I think. And of course, with October comes Halloween and spooky season not to be all millennial but yeah I love decorating for Halloween like I said my house is a fall wonderland at the moment and I couldn't be happier it's currently pouring down rain while I'm recording this like this is the dream with October of course comes Halloween of course comes happy Ari and all of my horror movie recommendations for you all again I have endless recommendations so if you need any more please reach out I will be posting my October watch list on my Instagram and then like I said on my previous Instagram highlights on my profile you can see the previous year's watch and their ratings you can also go to my letterboxd and see the same thing um if you filter by horror and you can see my ratings there or you can just you know talk to me <laughs> just you know be normal and ask me but if you don't feel like it that's fine i have a lot of movie wrecks out there i'm more than happy to share i'm happy to walk you through you know scary levels of things and i'm happy to have anyone over to watch any horror movies at any time my building is very safe and secure like we'll be fine <laughs> um anyway Thank you all so much for listening. This has been so fun. I love Stardew Valley and I love October and I love Halloween and I love scary movies. So getting to be able to talk about all of this has been so fun and really a bright spot in my day when I'm, you know, sad <laughs> and jobless. So with that, I guess being said too, if your company is hiring a marketing anything, please let me know. Thank you all so much for listening. Happy October and happy farming. And oh my God, I didn't even talk about what I'm gonna be for Halloween. Well, shit. I don't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This. Oh, God. Okay. Well, shit. Um, okay, really quick. I think my. Well, not I think. I'm going to be Barbie, of course, because why not? Um, I love being like everyone else. I am like other girls, and I want to say hi, Barbie, all night. So that's one of my outfits. And then my backup slash if I have more than one event to go to, I'll be Cupid. I haven't been Cupid yet. I think that'd be really fun and cute. And maybe it would lead me to finding love <laughs> in real life. Okay. Now I think that's everything. I'd love to know what you're going as for Halloween. I'd love to know your favorite scary movies. I'd love to know how your farm on Stardew Valley is going. So please let me know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with anyone who you think cares and listen to it on repeat and stream it while you sleep on mute so I get more plays so I can start doing ads. Okay, thanks. Because <laughs> again, your girl doesn't have a job. All right, thanks everybody. Happy October and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Love you all. Bye.